Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining me on Mama Pang's Parenting Podcast. I'm so glad you guys are all tuning in. Um, Just a quick note, I really appreciate hearing from my listeners, and it does help drive content as far as the topics that we discuss. So um, by all means, uh, send me an email or shoot me a voice memo and give me the topic that's the burning question for you right now. Um, Today, I want to talk a little bit about uh, COVID fatigue, and that's that's where we're all at. Let's just admit it. Uh, Most of us are so over this. You know, we've gone through months of, you know, we're all going to band together and, and march forward, and then it's dragging past that, and we've been cooped up with our family members and our kids and pets and goldfish and whatever else. And it's just tiring. We're we're in that fatigue mode, and um, I just want to say that we need to look a little past ourselves, but yet also have some compassion for ourselves and for others. Right? I know social media wise, there's tons of incidents going on. Um, you know, people are being labeled uh, a Karen or a I don't know what the other name is. And people are just kind of losing their marbles. And and it's it's sad and frustrating. But I'm also asking, how can I have compassion for that person and what they must be going through? Um, it's not uncommon that, that we all lose our shit once in a while. <laughs> um, and for it to be in public is is probably very hard. And I'm not excusing people that have done outlandish, outrageous things. I'm just saying kind of in general, you know, that person that just goes off once because they're really frustrated. Like uh, example, my day, um, I decided I was, you know, going to run into Walmart because I needed a few uh, toiletry items and household item and, you know, they're less expensive there. So, hey, I'm headed to Walmart and I pull up and I get this great parking place. That should have been my first indication. And then um, walk up to the closest door. And of course it's not open and you have to walk to the other end of the store to go in. And that, that immediate sense of, well, this is a pain in the butt and you know, who came up with this? And, and just to have compassion for your own frustration over it to say, you know what? Yeah, it's frustrating. But then to flip the switch and go, it is what it is. And instead of having the resistance towards it, um, and building more frustration about it, it just, it is what it is. And I looked at myself with compassion and just thought, you know, you're just a little stressed out over something silly. You're going to be just fine. Walked in, got what I wanted, left, life goes on. <laughs> um, but I was reading some articles talking about the fatigue and, um, you know, kind of what's what's happening in general for everyone. And It's because this is rather intense and it's prolonged. Usually um, this level of of vigilance, awareness, being a part of, is usually something that happens around a natural disaster or, um, you know, for me, I always go back to the Twin Towers. And we just, you can go through it for a little while and then life 
tended to go back to normal. And not obviously for those people that were in those situations. I'm sure it took much longer in the healing process for them. But in general, the population did what it normally does. We band together, you know, we're stronger together. And then you kind of step back into your own world. And so with this prolonged intensity and then the uncertainty, and I'm, I'm really sad at the level of, of disinformation and misinformation that is out there, but that is part of our world right now. So um, for me, I just go, I'm following the scientists and that's the route that we're taking in our home. Um, but I also just am curious about uh, how long we can do this and how we look to something for the um, to get through the prolonged nature of this. We talk a lot about, you know, just it's what we can do for ourselves, taking care of yourself, put your own oxygen mask on, and then you'll be able to help others. And I, I do believe helping others is going to be a huge key because I think we need to think in terms of um, a collective we as opposed to me, me, me. Um, but some of the things that we can do for ourselves are so important. So no, we don't have a timeline. I think, I think they're getting very hopeful um, with vaccine information and, and maybe early, early in 2021, we're going to be able to, you know, start this vaccine situation and, and things will start really improving. But until then, we're still doing the prolonged and the uncertain. So the things that we need to be doing are exercising, right? And that can feel overwhelming. And, and if you're in a depressed mood, you're down, you're frustrated, it's very hard to push yourself. Do it anyway, right? Yes, it might be difficult. Yes, you might be scared or frustrated or, you know, I can't get out there and ride that bike anymore. I can't do it anyway. Walking 10, 15 minutes a day as a start. Start. Move your body. We know that the chemicals that our bodies are dealing with can get stored in the body. You know, if cortisol doesn't have anywhere to go, guess what? It would like to turn to fat cells. So move. I don't care what you do. Move. March around the house. Play a game of Twister with your kids. Um, take the dog on a walk. Dear God, take the cat on the walk. I've, I've seen that too many times. I think it's hysterical. Um, move. Just get out there. Do something for whatever amount of time you can. Start small. If you can put in five minutes, by God, five minutes is fabulous today. And five minutes tomorrow. And if you can do it for a week, you're going to be looking at it differently and say, hey, maybe I can get 10 minutes in. It will improve. And it is so good for you. And you will be amazed at how it it's going to feel like, oh, it's taking a while. But really, within a couple weeks, you will definitely notice the difference in your outlook. Talk with someone. Um, you know, part of that, that's what I do. I talk with people on what they're facing, what they're going through. And I, I try to do my best of, of listening, offering that safe space, um, not judging, just, you know, sometimes we just have to get it 
out. You can do that with a spouse. You can do that with um, a good friend. You can do it with someone in the clergy, whatever faith you may practice. Um, there are a lot of people available and listening and, and ready to just offer that ear. Um, but reach out and talk to someone because the isolation that we've faced through this is, is very difficult. And, you know, if, even if it's, you know, I called up a friend from high school, fabulous, call him, talk about anything but coronavirus fatigue, or just talk to him about coronavirus fatigue. It, it's really up to you, but talk. And, um, you know, keep in mind uh, that our thoughts create our feelings. I think a lot of times we think, oh, I'm, I'm feeling down. So that's going to create what I'm thinking about. And it's really the other way around. It's what we're thinking about is giving us that emotion and that feeling. And we can, we can change some of that. So if you find yourself, um, really thinking, you know, you're depressed, you're, you're sad, you're frustrated. Those thoughts allow them. Those are true emotions. You have to feel them, but you don't have to stay there. Like the more I meditate, the more I realize that just like clouds, you can just notice them and let them go. And if I'm, for me, it's almost a sense of spiraling some days and it can be very difficult to change what you're thinking about. But every time I change what I'm thinking about, I give my brain a different activity to do, boy, my mood changes for the better. And it can be something as, as mindless as watching TikTok because come on, some of that stuff's just damn funny. <laughs> or it can be lose yourself in a book for five minutes or um, you know, just give your brain something else to do other than ruminate. I was reading a book on um, World War II, and it's a historical fiction, but it's you seem to hear this in a lot of these stories that they came up with doing, right? And so the example is the woman that sweeps the shop every day, no matter if there are customers or not. And it's not, you know, this fastidiousness, it's the act, right? Giving yourself something else to do think, give your brain something else to do. And then I mentioned mindfulness. There are some great programs out there and whatever you can do, however you can practice mindfulness and gratitude. Um, people sometimes end their day with it. Sometimes you start your day with it. Sometimes you stop in the middle of the day and just really feel that sense of gratitude for what is as opposed to what is not, um, goes so far. It, it changes your perspective. I used to try to do um, gratitude and, and I would make it so difficult. It's like, oh, it must be something grand or it must be something obvious or it must be something so important to be thankful for. And I realized, you know, oh, no, no, no. Be thankful for um, you know, that passing rain shower and the smell, I happen to love the smell right before it rains that, I don't know, the dirt just starts to smell damp and the air picks up and 
to me, that's amazing. So you can be thankful for that. Or I'm just, I'm really thankful that I had 10 minutes where I wasn't stomping my feet or, um, gosh, I love my dogs, you know, or wow, you know, my child's really doing something fabulous and I'm, I'm so happy for them. Um, it can be, uh, I'm, I'm thankful that I got up and, and got dressed. I didn't spend my day in my pajamas or I'm thankful I got to spend my day in my pajamas. You know, it's, it depends on where you're at, but just being thankful, just that gratitude changes everything. And I find my mindfulness practice helps. And again, I've talked about this in other podcasts. It does not have to be that you are this expert guru at, at being mindful, right? Just find an app or find a way that you can sit, quiet your mind and, and just be still and focus on your breath and be in the moment. Um, one thing that, that has helped me recently, and I don't know the science behind this, there might not be any, um, I do know there's a, a technique about tapping and, and, you know, you cross your arms and you're engaging both sides of your brain if you're tapping on your arms with your arms crossed. But for me, I have really found there's something very centering, very puts you in the moment. I will place my hand flat against my upper chest and, and tap like, like flat palmed. And I will, you know, if something's that I'm really grateful for. And that sense, that um, vibration, that resonance within me, and I feel like it, you know, it's right, it's heart centered, right? Um, that's been a game changer for me to help me stay in the present moment, stay focused, and to build gratitude around something. Um, and it, it, again, it can be very simple, but it's there. And those are just some of the ways that we're going to get through this fatigue. Um, be compassionate with yourself. Be compassionate with others. Um, this is simple as, you know, somebody's trying to pull out in traffic and you are kind enough to let them pull in front of you. Wow. Just think you might have changed their day. Um, and I hope they gave you the friendly wave and said thanks, uh, which I think we should all do much more often, um, share a smile. You know, I, I bought a mask that, that has the clear plastic over my mouth, mainly because I was becoming a mouth breather, but we won't talk about that. Um, but sharing a smile is really important to me. And even on down days, boy, you share a smile with someone and they smile back and it just, it really does start a ripple effect. Um, and we can be grateful for those simple things. Keep in mind, we're going to get through this. Things will get better. Whatever is difficult, it will get better. It may have been changed, altered completely, but it will get better. And we just need to be compassionate and patient, and we'll get there. So... Thanks everyone for listening. Be well.